on unless you wanna die. And you'll never told and not do what you told, you never told and not do what you told, you never told and not do what you told. 25 below, it's just too cold. Welcome to Bike Rides on the Radio. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm known to enjoy a good bike ride and some good music. Please join me and through the magic of radio and the power of imagination. We'll tie these two seemingly unrelated interests into one. Let the ride begin. these 
10 years of producing the Bike Rides radio show. Starting off most programs with some sort of bicycle riding song or a reference in there or along the way. And 10 years and it took that long to accidentally stumble across the bicycle blues right there. Carrie Lash, congratulations on your 35th view on YouTube of the Bicycle Blues. And there's two kinds of listeners in this world, I I believe. There are passive listeners and critical listeners. And if you're a critical listener, (laughs) you heard some amazing lyrics in that song. If you're a passive listener, you're in luck because I'm going to read you a paragraph. Well, I wanted to go out today, but my shorts were worn too thin. Anyone riding behind me tells me they can see my skin. And apparently seeing my crack isn't what they like. So nobody wants to ride with me. When I'm out there on my bike. (laughs) That's just some of it. I want to pick it apart more, but there isn't time. Bicycle Blues. Tying together a show uh, like, well, it's like no other. I mean, as if it isn't complicated enough to have uh, a bike ride's slash radio show so it's bike riding and music you know as if that's not a hard enough equation to solve in an hour for you critical or passive listeners (laughs) but also I there was no way I could I don't even know how to express um the necessity of this week's show um, uh, as a therapeutic purging um, in honor of uh, the loss of a a legend here at KMSU um, in the Mankato area. Uh, And I'm speaking, of course, of Mark Halverson, uh, tragically... um, Last weekend was killed in a motorcycle crash. Um, I'm sorry if you hadn't heard that news yet, and this is the first time. It was a very big shock to myself when I heard it last weekend. And um, the reason it feels personal to me, and not that Mark and I weren't buddies uh, like... We didn't hang out, really. There's a couple times we had uh, some meetings and such uh, with Gully and had the opportunity to speak with him one-on-one. He came down for a blues appreciation thing we had with the Jimmies here in Austin one time. Conversations, photo ops, stuff like that together. But I knew Mark a lot better than he knew me. And the reason is, is that phenomenon of radio where, as a listener, which I had been 
uh, you know, I've doing, been doing bike rides for 10 years. Mark's been doing the blues show for 30. So for the last decade, um, maybe Mark's had the opportunity to get to know me and Hank and the bike rides show a little bit. I, I know he listened sometimes. But for the last 30 years, I've gotten to know Mark through the radio. So Mark's a radio friend to me. He's a, a, a voice. He's, he's w w beyond um, um, a, a, a DJ to me or, you know, uh, an announcer. He was a personality, a rich personality, a rebel, a um, flawed but um, but also uh, values a man of values and his values were considered quite liberal by many and uh, um and that's one reason I connected with him. Uh, Mark was uh, very expressive, both on and off the radio, of his opinions. And um, I think that uh, that isn't a flaw at all. I think speaking what you believe to be the truth is important. And it's more important now than ever. So not only did we lose one of the greatest uh, blues uh, DJs and, and um, voices for that genre, um, but we also lost a, a valuable member of the resistance and of uh, progressive change in Mark. Mark was part of demonstrations on campus in the 70s against the Vietnam War. Hey, it turns out the demonstrators were right. I'll be darned, right? I'll be darned. Protesters had it right that time, huh? Right. And then... Um, on the radio, Mark wasn't afraid to express himself either. And I find that rare because there's a price to be paid for a voice in your opinion uh, through a mass communication. We all know what that is with social media now, right? You get pounded on from all sides. And that's what you're exposing yourself to when you do that. And... Mark told the line for the cause. He wasn't afraid to. And I know there's a lot of people out there, including, um, you know, some of the other volunteers as well that have, you know, strong opinions the same way. Um, but I haven't, I probably haven't heard anyone express it like I did to the, the degree that Mark did. And, and I've, had, I've felt the need to toe the line a little bit too in the last four or five years. And we all know why that is. And a big change. 
suddenly politics wasn't politics anymore. It was about humanity. And it became necessary to, to try to counter all of the angry and scared voices out there who don't understand um, um, that we don't need to be afraid of each other and that there isn't some kind of um, underground uh, animosity that's necessary or underskin animosity that's necessary between all of us. I didn't write anything down for what I was going to say about Mark um, because uh, that's, you know, I'll leave that to the free press or whatever, but um, when I'll tell you just a little bit more. When I started this program with KMSU and we began in the Riverland Community College studio the first year in 2011, um, you know, uh, I reached out quite a bit to... Um, other volunteers and uh, others associated with KMSU and you know got a lukewarm response from a lot of them I think think they felt some kind of threat from the studio in Austin or something uh, or they hated my show that that could very well be but I can't listen to the first four or five years myself anymore it was something different but um, but Mark um, immediately not only did he communicate with me and listen to the program uh, he invited me up to uh, host a, a, a one of his programs with him blues before monday the big show on sunday night and i was taken aback by that i have you know because mark was still up there on my radar as a radio hero that you know it's like wow this guy's asking me this guy that i've listened to for so long and He's become a voice of comfort like a lot of people like like Paul Harvey or, you know, just this um, bigger-than-life figure that sometimes you don't want to meet so that that bubble doesn't get broke for you. Uh, but that didn't happen in Mark's case. And w when he invited me up to the program, I really was raw um, at what I was doing. It, technology was ahead of me when it came to um, producing radio, my education in it was years and years ago, and Mark's was not <laughs> advanced any further than mine, certainly. But um, they did the show differently, um, and Gary was on as well that night. And they do it, I don't know if they still did it this way, but or if Mark still does it, had done it this way. But he would do something like where he would start recording the last hour of the program first, uh, so you'd meet up there like four or five on a Sunday and you'd record that last hour first so that that's pre-recorded and then you can then you can just digitally throw the songs in there. So you just record the conversation and throw the songs in there digitally and that's done uh, at a rate uh, much faster than an hour um, to, so to save time. And then um, when it came time for the program to begin at whatever time it was, I guess 7 o'clock, I'm just making up times, I believe it's 7 o'clock, and then, uh, so you'd open with the opening hour at 7, having already recorded the closing hour. And it just threw me off my game. I, I was already mixed up, and the CDs I had chosen um, 
uh, I didn't know much about. And I, I really wasn't sure how to conduct myself. Uh, in fact, I don't think Gary um, uh, cared much for my presence at all with them, <laughs> uh, judging from, uh, you know, the couple of words he did speak um, during the whole thing. And to me anyway directly and then um and since actually but um mark um for some reason you know um had invited me up there and i felt real awkward to tell you the truth and i hope to god there isn't a recording of that anywhere because i would not want to live up to or own um that particular production I appreciated Mark so much for that gesture, and from there on, we were sort of uh, um, uh, rebel buddies, radio rebel buddies that, uh, you know, had this um, occasional um, communication, whether it be on social media or whatever, on radio. Um, but, you know, we weren't, I'm, I, I'm not trying to claim uh, Mark Halverson was my best friend. I respected the hell out of the man, and I, I was shocked to hear the news last weekend. In fact, it, it changed my week, and it probably changed a lot of people's as well. So that brings the, the importance of the show and the music we're about to hear. Um, and then to throw another twist into it, uh, there's a day sponsor today, as you probably know. We've been listening all day to Neil Young being played. And I thought, okay, I want to do a blues, like, uh, honorary blues show for Mark. And also, I, you know, it's Steve Guzzi, whose programs I really like on KMSU. Um, uh He's the day sponsor on this, and I really wanted to appease him as well. I'm hope, hopeful he's listening. Um, but So I did a little research, and I'm looking for Neil Young Sings the Blues to tie everything together, right? And I'll be darned if I didn't come across some good stuff here. Um, I'm sure Steve and other hardcore fans are aware of um, the album... Uh, that Neil Young put out, um, oh, I don't know what the year was. It was in the 70s, and it was part of a trilogy, they call it. And the Ditch Trilogy is what they refer to it as. And Neil, uh, the album's called uh, On the Beach. And this trilogy apparently was in reaction to uh, Neil Young's Harvest, which was one of his, you know, most commercially successful CDs, which apparently left a bad taste in Neil's mouth. Success <laughs> isn't uh, isn't exactly his angle, apparently, um, and he did not want to repeat Harvest. He, in fact, apparently began to loathe it just for that reason. And so he released the next three albums as an answer to that, as a balance toward to that. And that's what, you know, that's what I'm reading on Wikipedia. Who knows, you know, what Neil had in mind completely when he put this or any of those other albums out. I don't think he was thinking trilogy uh, at all. But he did, he did uh, from whatever, uh, there's multiple sources I can cite that say that, you know, this was a very true 
uh, introspective um, and blue period in Neil Young's life. Dark, dark content. Um, and <laughs> there's a uh, um, there's this too uh, off of Wikipedia. Throughout the recording of the album, Young and his colleagues consumed a homemade concoction dubbed Honey Slides, a goop of sautéed marijuana and honey that felt like heroin, among many other similar concoctions of drug and alcohol. So it's a tough album to get through for him for that reason, apparently. Um, in the there's uh, some references to their primitive means of tuning their instruments and such, and the sound is way different. And I love it. Uh, it's just so different, and um, I'm hoping that this is something that maybe you didn't hear all day today or you heard some of, but you're going to hear more now in honor of Mark, and this is uh, um, because there's some blues-related songs on this album that uh, I think he would appreciate as well. Um, and we'll start off with those. We're going to see how far we can get. And the in this set, you'll hear the Vampire Blues, the Revolution Blues, and we'll begin with the Ambulance Blues. This one's for you, Mark. Scream at 
I'm such a heel for making her feel so bad. I guess I'll call it sickness gone. It's hard to say the meaning of this song. An ambulance can only go so fast. It's easy to get buried in the past when you try to make a good thing last.
Jeep and drive a line And out on the corner It's half past five But the subways are empty And so are the cafes Except for the farmer's market And I still can hear him say You're all just pissing in the wind You don't know it, but you are And there ain't nothing like a friend Who can tell you you're just pissing in the wind
Well, there you go, writers and listeners and blues fans and Neil Young fans. Y'all got a little something in that set. Ambulance Blues, Revolution Blues, Vampire Blues. And we had just enough time to tack on See the Sky About to Rain at the end. But we have to hurry because we have come to nearly the end of this special ride. If you're into the bike rides on the radio program, you can go to dansbikerides.com and check out past episodes. And also, Bike Rides is available by podcast. If you'd like to send an email to Bike Rides, you may email at bikerides.dan at gmail.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. Now a couple more words on Marconi Milktoast Boondog, Mark Halverson. As I mentioned early in the program in what I'd call the monologue phase, Marconi, uh, Mark, he he didn't hesitate to speak his mind and uh, again uh, to the masses. And um, these days that's taken a big risk. Uh, and it's so much easier to just get in line, isn't it? As long as, uh, you know, it's, if the cause isn't affecting you directly, just get in line and keep your mouth shut. That's the safe thing to do. You might lose some listeners if you speak up. You might lose some friends speak up but I'm sure Mark would want you to think and I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to understand that silence is complacency and when you don't speak up about what's happening in the world you're accepting it when you accept it you're part of the problem I think it's all it's time we all took a little cue from Mark and and stiffened our spines a little bit and spoke our minds a little more. Our freedoms and our rights can go away. And they were hard fought. They were hard fought by the men and women that we honored just yesterday on Veterans Day. They were hard fought by the protesters, by people like John Lewis and the Civil Rights Movement. It takes a lot of courage to get in trouble, good trouble necessary trouble as Don McLean mentions at the beginning of this song it's a long one so light up it was a warm sunny November day and one will never forget
I can remember if I cried. I can remember that I cried. I can remember the day the blues, the day the blues just died. See you next week, folks. One o'clock on the Bike Rides on the Radio Show. Take you back about ten years ago when Buddy Holly died. He was my idol. He's the only idol I ever had. I'll start off with that. This is a rather long song, so you better light up. I can still remember how that music used to make me smile And I knew if I had my chance That I could make those people dance And maybe they'd be happy for a while But February made me shiver With every paper I deliver Bad news on the doorstep I couldn't take one more step I can't remember if I cried when I read about his widowed bride But something touched me deep inside The day the music died So bye-bye, Miss American Pie I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye and singing, this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. Did you write the book of love and do you have faith in God above if the Bible tells you so? Do you believe in rock and roll? Can music save your mortal soul? And can you teach me how to dance real slow? Well, I know that you're in love with him. I, I saw you dancing in the gym. You both kicked off your shoes. Man, I dig those rhythm and blues. I was a lonely teenage bronkin' buck. With a pink carnation and a pickup truck But I knew I was out of luck The day the music died I started singing bye-bye Miss American Pie I drove my Chevy to the levee But the levee was dry Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye And singing this'll be the day that I die This'll be the day that I die Oh, for ten years we've been on our own And moss grows fat on a rolling stone But that's not how it used to be When the jester sang for the king and queen In a coat 
He borrowed from James Dean and a voice that he stole from you and me. Oh, and when he'd had enough of that, he pinched the queen and passed the hat. And while the king looked down, he walked off with his crown. And while Lenin read a book on Marx, a quartet practiced in the park. And we sang dirges in the dark the day the music died. We were singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. Helter-skelter in the summer swelter, the birds flew away with a fallout shelter. Eight miles high and a falling fast. It landed foul on the grass. The players tried for a forward pass with the jester on the sidelines in a cast. The halftime air was sweet perfume while the sergeants played a marching tune. We all got up to dance, but we never got the chance. The players tried to take the field, the marching band refused to yield. Do you recall what was revealed the day the music died? We were singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this'll be the day that I die. This will be the day that I die. There we were all in one place, a generation lost in space, with no time left to start again. So Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. Jack Flash sat on a candlestick, cause fire is the devil's only friend. As I watched him on the stage, my hands were clenched in fists of rage. No angel born in hell could break that Satan spell. And as the flames climbed high into the night to light the sacrificial rite, Satan smiled with delight the day, the day the music died. I heard him singing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. I drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was dry. Them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye, singing this'll be the day that I die. This'll be the day that I die. Met a girl who sang the blues, and I asked her for some happy news. But she just smiled and turned away. Went down to the sacred store where I'd heard the music years before, but the man there said the music wouldn't play. And in the streets the children screamed, the lovers cried and the poets dreamed, but not a word was spoken. The church bells all were broken, and the three men I admire most, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, they caught the last train for the coast.
other day the music died and I heard him singing bye bye Miss American Pie drove my Chevy to the levee but the levee was dry them good old boys were drinking whiskey and rye singing this will be the day that I die thanks for riding along Austin Mankato and Mark Clarence Halverson <laughs> 